Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Five times of going on tour. Join John Barnes, Jan Mulby, Jason McAteer, John Aldridge and Diddy Harmon live at the Empire Belfast on the 29th of August and the Academy Dublin on the 30th of August. If you are a Liverpool fan, you will not want to miss this amazing night of cheers, cheers and loads of beers. For tickets and more information, visit www.5times.co or follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Five Times Tour. Don't miss out. Hi, this is Jason McAteer for Five Times. Um, welcome to our sixth podcast. We're absolutely flying at the minute. They're going really well. I'm really enjoying them. I hope you're all enjoying them as well. Um, today we've got Jan Molby who uh, has obviously done one before we've got Robbie Fowler who's obviously been before and making his debut we've got Mark Wright a um, little bit of change of dynamics the four of us today so I hope you enjoy it a few things to tell you about Pete McDowell is running a half marathon for battling Josh who you can get on Twitter um, Pete's running the money to raise uh, running the marathon to raise money for, for Josh it's a great course if you want to make a donation um, you can email Peter McDowell at me.com um, that's one way of donating you can donate through pay- PayPal so get on Pete's website and, um, and put some money uh, into Josh's um, in charity that would be fantastic for him uh, also the tickets are still available they are running out I think there's only a handful of tickets left for Belfast and Dublin where the, uh, where the legends are doing two nights um, they're going to talk about all things Liverpool talk about anything really and have a few pints and um, and just put it out there to the fans so that should be good OK I've got to start by asking Robbie because I've not seen him since um, since that famous interview after Stephen Gerrard's testimonial what was it like playing in, uh, in Stephen's game? <laughs> <laughs> you, you know what I Has any it? club come in for you yet? Not surprisingly not yet uh, <laughs> my phone's yeah, my battery's always gone on my phone, so I'm not, um, I'm not holding my breath. But to be honest, I loved it. Um, How did it come about? Well, I mean, obviously with Stephen's last game, and I mean, I'd said to Stephen, well, obviously my career's sort of gone out on a little bit of a whimper, and and officially, you know, I've not, I've not retired. I know you keep. There it is. I know you, you keep, you keep <laughs> saying it. That's an exclusive. <laughs> Five times. No, but what I say about this is I'm not one of these players. I know I'm not going to play again, but you know I'm not one of these players that. who want to come out, you know, and, and say, "Oh, you yeah, try yeah. look at him. Oh, he's had this career. I don't want to do that." So, yeah. I mean, I mean, what better for me than you know my last game at Anfield and you know in front of you know, forty or thousand people, you know, in Stephen Gerrard's session, I thought it was for me. It was fantastic. I mean, obviously, it was not my day, but um, you know, at times, you know, it felt like because the reception I got was was just unbelievable, and uh, you know, I've had a few good moments going back to Anfield with uh, you know with Liverpool and the supporters, and uh, you know, and the reception I got when I come on was, was certainly up there with you know when I went back for the, for the Birmingham game. So it was just for me, it was just brilliant. And I spoke to Stephen uh, over the weekend. Says he had a word with Brendan for me, is he? Yeah, he's trying. To, yeah, he's trying to get you the. Uh, well, I think if Suarez had gone, I think he were in there. To be fair, well, I hope um, he goes now. <laughs> <laughs> and he said, uh, he said he was desperate for you to get on the end of that chance. He said he, it just would have been so nice for you to to have scored and obviously cop end as well. 
I thought you slipped to be fair but looking back I don't think you did did you no I don't think I did I think uh, the fact is that you know, my derbies <laughs> were probably a little bit heavy and, um, and the fact is that it was not the greatest ball of them being honest by Stephen okay. Um, okay. I look behind you was it just, no it was a little two yards ahead of me to be honest <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I mean yeah deep down I don't think it was the best ball but listen I'm not going to have a go with the captain I mean, it was his day so uh, you know I didn't want to make a showman from the ball the cops so uh, and but, then what was the dinner like afterwards? It was uh, obviously done in was the Echo Arena. Echo Arena, yeah. It was that, did that go well and lots yeah, of money yeah, raised? It was, yeah, brilliant, yeah. Were you there for the Olympiacos chairman when he stood up? Because he bid, well, he gave 100,000. Yeah, 100 grand. Yeah. I mean, it was funny actually because we're all sat there with uh, you know our, our suits on, you know, dicky bows, you know, black tie event, yeah. and then all the Olympiacos boys come in with the Olympiacos track suits. <laughs> <laughs> and then obviously, Stephen's up on the stage talking with uh, Willie Miller, who, who was the host, and um, you know, of various monies that you know that, that they're earning for the, for the charity, and uh, you know, next minute the Olympiacos chairman or owner stands up and, and says, oh, "I'll put hundred thousand pound into it." So not fair play to me. I mean, only million ones like to get paid in Greece. <laughs> Well, the euro's not too good over there, isn't it? so we could be waiting a long time for yeah. it, couldn't we? But, uh, yeah, it was a sterling or euro, we need to work that out as well. Yeah, but to, but to be fair to him, I mean, that's an unbelievable yeah, gesture, and, and Stephen, you know, done very well, and a lot of money for the charity, which was uh, which was what the main thing was for. OK, let's get down to, um, obviously, football matters, matters with the club. Righty. Um, First, I want to know where my invite was to play, me and big men's, with Stephen Gerrard. Did you get invited? No, but I, I can live with that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I actually looking, got invited. Looking at the way that that, that, that Robbie had a tr- problem getting into the shirt, <laughs> I, I think Righty and me would have both struggled with that oh, size. Oh. Yeah. Oh, you're bringing me into that category now. Understatement. I am. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I actually got, did get invited to the dinner. I got half an invite. Did you? Yeah. How can you get half an invite? Well, I didn't get invited to play, so it's half an invite, on it. like a token come to the dinner. Did you go to the dinner? No. Scandalous. Well, I just got back from Disney, hadn't I? And... Um, I was knackered. Anyway, back to Antwerp. <laughs> sorry, Stephen. I, I didn't mean that in a, like a horrible way. I just was. I, I just couldn't go. Anyway, Stuart Downing's gone this week. Either the, the uh, Premier League starts, doesn't it, on Saturday? Um, there's still a bit of still a bit of Premier League starts on Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> um, obviously, there's still business done because the window's still open. Stuart Downing's left the football club. Um, I think it was five. Five million. Is that a good move for stewards? What do you think? I don't think so. Well, I don't know if it is or isn't for him. I don't think it's a good move for Liverpool. I think Stuart Down is a is a decent player. I don't think he's he's set the world alight since he's been at Liverpool, and I don't think he's been he's been consistent enough, and that's probably why they've got rid of him. Um, been given every opportunity. Yeah, I think he has really. I don't know why he hasn't performed because I think you know he is an England player. I thought he's he's done it over the years, but for some reason just hasn't performed at Liverpool. Uh, whether it's a good move for him uh, you know, in, in this day and age I think he's going to go down there he's going to be a regular he'll play week in week out won't he I think Andy Carroll's been a big influence and in taking him down there saying listen he can put decent balls in the box and I think you know it's, it, it, if I'm being honest I think he'll go down there and set the world alight I think they'll, Big Sam will just get him to touch it and put it in the box and, and Andy Carroll will benefit from it I do get the feeling sometimes Stuart maybe in the, the sort of Little fish in a big pond, isn't it? Syndrome. I think right, he's right. I think if he went to West Ham, he's going to be one of the big hitters down there. He's going to get a lot of game time. You know, we might find his feet. I think it was well with with Ivy and Stale and pushing 
coming through, pushing him as well. I just don't think... I do think he's been given up every opportunity and I just don't think it's happened for him. So I think it's a good move for Stuart. I think it's a good move for him. Yeah. You know, I think what Wright says is right. The game will be simplified for him. Yeah, you know, you know, it was a bit like when he played for Martin O'Neill at Aston Villa, isn't it? Mm. It's very simple. You have a touch, you put it in, you get back in position. That's how you play. At Liverpool, with the system, it was it was slightly different in it. But there's a fine line, isn't it, between success and failure? Do you remember his first game against Sunderland? Remember that run? He hit the bar. We hit the bar. Yeah, yeah. What happens if you know? Side, yeah. If that goes in in the first mm. half, everybody's on their feet. It's it's a fine line, isn't it? But I I think in the end, for twenty million. You want a game changer, don't you? Yeah. And he never yeah. was, was he? And I yeah. don't think he ever will be. Mark Kennedy, come on, you know. His debut for Liverpool, come on, took a free kick. First thing he did, rattled the bar. Yeah. I think it's a bad sign now. Is that, yeah, is that what it is? <laughs> if a left footer hits the bar, the bar in his debut. <laughs> That's it. It's over. Yeah. He, he rattled he the bar old. after the 90 minutes as well, didn't he? <laughs> yeah. He did rattle the bar. He did every game. Stop, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing with uh, obviously Shoot, I mean, as you answered, and, and Righty, I mean, I think it's a great move for him. Um, and back to what you were saying there, obviously the, he's now a big fish in a, in a yeah. small pool, and it's obviously no disrespect to South, uh, to, uh, to West Ham, but you know the pressures of playing for Liverpool and mm. the, the pressures of playing for Liverpool, uh, Liverpool compared to West Ham, Middlesbrough, Aston Villa is massive. And you it's know, a thing. It's a thing that's been overlooked, isn't it, for the last fifteen years? You know the pressure of playing for yeah. Liverpool because yeah. everybody now goes on about the two clubs in Manchester and Chelsea, whatever. It's still, the biggest pressure yeah. playing for any football club is playing for Liverpool. The club. You know, because because still, you know, we dragged the past around, but that's all we got. You know, you, you you can't predict the future, so you have to talk about the. Past. But unfortunately, that's the case. And you know, you know, I came I came first to here, and then Dean Saunders followed. Dino was a bubbly, bubbly character, right? Could handle everything at smaller clubs. Came here, and with the pressure of obviously with with Ian Rush and and and, and Peter Beardsley and all them sort of players in around, he couldn't handle it because he didn't know that he was going to be first in. And then there's Robbie coming. First in, he needed to be on the team sheet every week, and then you'd get a different Dean Saunders. He couldn't handle that pressure of being here, and soon was, went. And Colin Moore and Artie. Uh, well, I think yeah. you, you highlight the fact is, I mean, Charlie Adams just come out the last few days, obviously the England Scotland game, talking about uh, you know one of the first things he wanted to do was impress Stephen Gerrard. Um, so straight away, you know, he's, he's going to this team, and he, you know, he's worried about the mm. players around him, and he's trying to impress them as opposed to, you know, doing it for himself and you know just letting it go with the flow, and you know, obviously. There's, there's a lot of factors in that, you know. There's, there's obviously the club, there's the fans. You know, you want to do well for them, yeah. and obviously, you know, Stephen's magnitude in the game is just unbelievable, and you know, players want to impress, press him as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. I also think that you know, go back in time when you walk into the Liverpool dressing room, there was never any sort of formal welcoming, was it? You just slotted in, sat in your in in, in you in your spec, isn't it? Yeah. And then away you go. And sometimes you can kind of feel, do, do they actually want me to be here? Because yeah. there was nobody who went out their way. To kind of look after you. Hard school, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, hard school, you know. Was that until the Christmas party and you had to sing? Well, the Christmas, <laughs> you know, the Christmas party was that, but, you know, by that time you've been there for six months already, yeah. haven't you? And, yeah. and I guess some people would have walked in the dressing room and gone, nobody's really talking to me. But it was just a norm, wasn't yeah. it? You know, there, there was no egos in the dressing room and then nobody went out of the way to make it feel welcome, you know. Yeah. As well, it's a good bit of business for, for West Ham. I think if you look at the two signings they've made, Andy Carroll and Stuart Down, and that's 55 million outlaid by Liverpool and they've gone on for 20 million. So a good bit of business by West Ham. Well, I think if you if you look at the, the Andy Carroll one, and, and obviously again no disrespect to the lad, he was just never a Liverpool player. Um, you know, and the thirty-five million was, was a lot of lot of money. Um, and even people said that you know, the, the price of that you know maybe affected him, but I you know I don't think it did. I just think the simple fact is that he was just not a Liverpool player. Yeah, but, but there's a way Andy Carroll is effective, isn't it? 
and Liverpool were never going to play that way in a million years you know if you've got a set, set way of playing Robbie mm-hmm. you know you have to fit into the Liverpool way everyone knows what it is and Andy Carroll was not, anyway, a, was not a hold up man was he there will always be players that come in and I, and I think as well you know let's, let's not forget these two players were bought by Kenny and you can understand in some ways you know Kenny the way he was very dynamic with his team wasn't he like to get forward you know Andy Carroll sort of fits into that down and fits into that lot of pace a lot of energy um, from downing yeah from downing no, no from downing and then you've got a big target man in Andy Carroll haven't you which you know sort of fitted with Kenny and you're right I don't think Brendan Rodgers them two players kind of fit into his philosophy do you know what I think about when they bought him I actually thought that they could they could change him to make, to be a hold up man. Yeah, yeah. They could teach him, but you know, yeah. I don't, I'm not too sure you spend that amount of money on someone you want to change. Yeah, I think yeah, you got yeah. the finished article, it's, it's you know. It's a big thanks to Sam Allardyce, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Stuart Downing, Andy Carroll, and Joe Cole. But, but, you know, but I think you know he's what? done us a favour, hasn't he, Jason? Sorry, I was reading, and I just. Okay. <laughs> you think Sam, Allard- <laughs> think Sam Allardyce done us a favour ah. by taking oh. Joe Cole, Andy Carroll, and okay. Stuart Downing? Um, well, it's a good bit of business for West Ham, and I think I think the good thing about Sam. Is he could like Robbie just said he could inherit three players or he's bought three players there that could set the world alight there's a chance that they could do because at the end of the day they have got quality yeah, yeah. You know, we're not saying the bad players they just yeah. don't fit into Liverpool's system they could find their niche at West Ham and they, they could set the world alight and they, they could add up to the value that you know that the disappointing thing for me is the fact is that you know last year we were talking about Liverpool and you know can we can we go to this next level and we always talked about progressing as a team and, and what you need to progress is you need more players into the squad to make the team better yeah. I think we're going the other way now. You know, we, we have got you know rid of a lot of players now, and, and the squad's looking incredibly bare again. Well, that was going to yeah bring that, me to the question. That, that's what obviously the, the Stuart Allen thing, and you know back to obviously it's a good bit of business for him. It's a good bit of business for West Ham, um, but for me and and the way he performed, you know, in the Celtic game, I thought he, he was he looked Stuart, all right. Yeah, he looked right, he yeah. looked all right, and all right, you know you take not an hour because it's pre-season friendly, but you know I wanted him to stay because you know last year when you know other clubs came in for him, he was the one who, who put his hand and said you know I want to stay, and I want from I want to fight for him place, and he and, that, away that, and played left back at times, and, and that, that showed me that he wanted to be at the club, and you know and we've all seen the reports lately with Luis Suarez and how he wanted to go, yeah, and yeah. Uh, and I thought that was just a little bit refreshing from him. So I, I've even been honest, I would have liked to have seen him stay. I know yeah, I know he was not everyone's cup of tea in that, but. Look, I think he could have done a, a good job. Um, you know, obviously he's not the player that we all want. But no, but he would never let you down, would he? Really? No, no, because he I think he got over that, hadn't he? Yeah, yeah. You know, and and I also think that the physical element of, of the Premier League, he, he he's well equipped to deal with that, isn't he? Because he's played in the Premier League for so many years. So I'm not 100 percent convinced that the thinning out of the squad we're doing at the moment is is, is doing us any favours. You know, that sort of brings me on to the next question. You, know, mm-hmm. you look at Jake Spear and Robertson, Suso. Stuart Downing now obviously Jamie Carrick has retired and Pepe Reina has gone is, is that a bit of quality that you look at through them names there have we replaced them have they been replaced I think with the uh, the keeper I think we've, we've certainly replaced the keeper and um, I know there's there's many doubts in many Liverpool fans about Pepe Reina because obviously you know he, he has been a great keeper for Liverpool but I, I thought the club was spot on in, in the way they dealt with that you know yeah, if, yeah. if Barcelona come in uh, you know, I want to go. If they don't, I want to sign a new contract. You know, that's that's probably the buyers. Yeah. You know, if, if someone comes, someone comes in last minute. You know, and you sell, then you, you know you're left in no well, man's land. Yeah. So, so I think that was yeah. spot on. So in in Minulay, they've got an unbelievable mm. keeper who, yeah. who was probably one of the best last year in the Premier League. You know, obviously the the, the character one. I don't think you could ever replace Cara. But um, I mean, I've been impressed with. Um, you know, Torre in in the game so far. Pretty, I, I think he, he's looked excellent. Had a real test though. I think he's steady, isn't he? 
he's a steady centre half Yankee that can come and play in a number of positions and I think but he was never bought was he or never brought into the football club to be a, to be a regular player. regular was he no I don't think so no I think he's definitely come as a as a makeshift that can well, play a number of positions he's pre-season then and he's, he's if he hasn't been bought as a regular and then who's the regular and he's well, played in more or less every game every well, game. well I think the, 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 the regulars was going to be Aga plus a new centre-half. Mm. I think that was the plan, wasn't it? But just going back to Carragher, I think it's the one departure we're papering over. Yeah. You know, I think it'll be a bigger loss yeah, yeah. than what we think. Or oh, more than? We lost one game, one of the last 13, Southampton, when he didn't play, we were shambolic. Mm. You know, I think it's in the dressing room, <clears throat> on the training ground, in games, organising. You know, yeah. you look at centre-halves, right? Yeah, yeah. Centre-half yeah. yourself... Uh, I look at personalities in centre-halves and there's so many of them now, isn't it? They don't get their chest out and their head up and organise and help other defenders. But if you've got defenders around to help you, it is, I'm not saying it's easy, but it makes it a lot easier to play there, doesn't it? Well, that's the big thing with Carra, though. I mean, I know you've just said it there, Jan, but the fact is that he comes in and Carra's not as quick, he's not as good as what he once was, but what he did, what he made up for it was the way you know, he spoke to the players yeah. around him, the way he organised things. And, yeah. and that in itself, you know, you're looking at... Millions and millions of pounds to spend Absolutely. on a new player. Do you know that's massive? You can't you can't replace that. Not and, I, and the people that they got there now, um, Yankee, is they don't talk. That's one of the quietest teams I think I've ever seen. But for a Liverpool side to be out there playing, and I think that goes right through the club. You know, when I watch the under twenty ones, there's not one of them that talks. They're not demanding them to talk, and that's a, that's that, that that in a football match, Robbie yeah. is is. If that is shambolic because you, you 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 can't you have to have that, that as a centre half as a defender you have to be vocal. That's one of the biggest parts. I do, I, like I was, I think we always get asked that question, don't we? Who's the best player you play with? But I always like to take it. I mean, I always say it's Robbie, and it, and it is. But but it I isn't always, because you're going to say somebody else now. No, no, no. I, it, it's <laughs> Robbie. But like we're talking about Carrot. I mean, people like the fans will see Carrot on, on the pitch and what he plays and that. Yeah. But I would say, you know, with Robbie, it wasn't just what you got on the pitch, which we were all there to see. It was what he added in the dressing room as well. You know, he wasn't. You are a bubbly character. You know, there was times when we were all down. You'd come in and have a laugh and a joke. You know, the fans don't get to see that. But in the dressing room, it's vital that you have that kind of personality, isn't it? And Cara, you know, you can imagine him when they get beat. Cara being in there, bringing them back up, lifting them up. You know, talking about the next game and all that. You, you know, great, you can't replace that. Can great you? players are great for many reasons, aren't they? Of course they are. Yeah. And, and playing is one of them, isn't it? It's just but, one of them, yeah. Yeah, but I always look and you know this thing that's in, in football now where, where you rest players. Great players don't need to be rested because things that set them apart is also the ability to play 70 so games yeah, a year, yeah. isn't it? Well, you you know, it? their ability in the dressing room. Exactly, want to, doesn't exactly. Want to be exactly. Sub, and that's it? all part of being a great player, isn't it? Yeah. You will never become a great player if you deliver 15 times a year. So, so mm. The whole package of being a great player, and Carragher's got that, hasn't he? And Robbie had that, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I think you know what you're saying there about wrestling. I mean, for me, that's, a, that's another topic. You know, if you're resting now, that's just a fancy way of saying you dropped for me. Um, oh, you know, yeah. And I would think when I was rested, I used to, yeah. <laughs> when I was rested, I used to go in on the you know the days that you know there was games and do extra running. So I mean, how would you get resting out of that one? I was rested that many times. I was shattered. Anyway, Jason just Jason just asked the question about the players who's left. It kind of it kind of leads on to the question, isn't it? Are we better off now, a couple of days before the season starts, than what we were twelve months ago? Yes, for me. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I I think there is. Um, I think we are. I think you know. The four players that we brought in, uh, to be honest, I've been impressed with them all. Uh, I know that there's a few players gone out, and and the squad was 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 bare last year. And I know we're getting to the you know the bare bones again, but you know I, I fully expect us to bring some other players in. 
Um, I think Brendan done it right with bringing you know four players in before the start of pre-season, gives the time to them players mm. time to gel and you know, time to settle in. Um, so the positive Robbie is the four players we brought in. Yeah, you you you've been impressed. You think they'll all do okay? Yeah, I think. I mean, they're not they're not going to set the world like you know they but they've come in and, and they've they've settled down well, and I think that that's what you'd expect. And then obviously once they settle in, you can hopefully you know go to that next plateau and start performing that a little bit better than uh, right. the jury's out for me yeah. uh, I'm not I'm not I'm not wholly convinced about you know the, the, the like of player that they're bringing in yet you know and maybe I, I am old school like probably all, all of us is that sometimes when you see the like Man United winning they've got players of stature and I'm going to say stature it's not they don't have to be the biggest person in the world but they've got stature I'm not so sure that the, the Ilka player that they're bringing in and I know they're building maybe the building for the future totally under, understand that and I totally get that and I'm not saying that they're bad footballers because I think they're good footballers the ones they brought in but I ain't just sure when it gets to the real games can they stand up to the likes of and, and get in, in amongst the, you know, the top four top Are you five clubs Aspas against Vidic and Ferdinand? 100% I'm, I'm talking about the, the likes of the players they're bringing in. They're all small. They might be good on the ball, but they got to get the ball first, you know. And if people squeeze and harry and get, I'm, 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 I'm not all for that. Though you know, you're saying they might be good. You, I mean, you, you, you look at probably the two smallest players on the pitch in Coutinho and Sterling, and, and they've been excellent. So mm-hmm. I don't think you can say oh, it's not the right. No, I'm saying, the, I'm saying the jaw yeah, is out for me at the moment. <clears throat> well, Coutinho's strength is finding space, isn't it? Yeah, yeah good so he, I like him. So he would survive in any league, and Sterling's. Strength is his ability to get away from players yeah. because of his pace, isn't it? Whereas Aspas would not fall into that category of anything because he's a full forward. He'll play in between centre half, so he's going to find it difficult to find mm. space. He doesn't appear to be physically as strong as probably required, and he doesn't appear to have a lot of pace either, does he? No. So having pace and being sharp is two different things, surely, Rob. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. No. I, I mean, I agree. I think with with him. Um, look, we don't know if he's going to play all the time, no. and that's one thing. I mean, Brendan. Obviously, we said we needed numbers for the squad, and I'm, I'm fair enough. So. Yeah, whether he's yeah. going to go out and bring someone else in, I mean, I honestly believe that they should do because they need to. Um, in terms of Aspas, I think he's one of them players, and right, he touched it. I mean, all the players that we are bringing in are quite similar. Where do you, do you want to go looking for the ball and you know drop into those little holes Check and little pockets, plenty of movement, yeah. and get the ball that way? But what I want to see is for a forward. I want to see someone who, who stands on the on the shoulders Shoulder. of the yeah, defenders and make the pitch longer uh, yeah. because it makes it easy for the likes of Coutinho, Stephen Gerrard, Joe well, Allen. Okay. Joe Allen, you know, to, to come into these little holes and pockets to, to make the get, yeah, to yeah. make the game better. But that's not exactly what I'm saying, though, Rob. If 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 as an next centre half, maybe I'm I think too defensively at times. <laughs> I don't know. But but if if you're playing against Liverpool side at this moment in time with what's around, you'd squeeze the line. Yeah. You'd squeeze the life out of them. How are they going to find? How are they going to find space? I understand Coutinho. I think is a fantastic player. Not so sure about his defensive qualities. When when, when you lose the ball, what he can do. But certainly on it. And when he, his vision, yeah, and to pop people in and get involved, I think it's first class. Not, not, I'm not doubting that, lad. I'm thinking well, of when we lose it and when we have to defend set plays and when we have to, when the game mixes up. That's what I worry about. Well, I think what, what you're saying there, right, is well in terms of probably one of Liverpool's um, problems last year was, you know, great with the ball, you know, but mm. when we get to the final third, that's when we, we, we become a little oh, bit unstuck and yeah. uh, don't really know what to do. Um, and the pre-season games so far have gone really well, yeah. apart from the Celtic one, where we looked as though we went back to the way sometimes we, we performed yeah, the, last year, where we played in front yeah. of the back four and the, no one was behind. In their defence for that, you know, I looked at the two teams and, I mean, Liverpool were 8-15 to into winning that game. And then I got the team sheet and it was full of Celtic, kids for Celtic. And I mean, we've all played in them games. The, the trouble when you're playing them games, them young kids, 
you know the Aviva was full 50,000 in there that's their cup final yeah, you know, you know they run a run round like but what I'm saying is they're, they're going to make it very very difficult like the, the, there was a lad Australian lad who was in the middle of the park he was in Steven Gerrard's face for 90 minutes he never left them alone they were right on them they were all over Coutinho and Liverpool found it really really tough and I just think it didn't pan out the way I think Liverpool wanted it, it was going to be a nice day it was a nice weather and it just they were very very difficult they got the goal and then all of a sudden Stokes went into midfield made it five so they, they were an hour four five and then the lad Balde was up front on his own big unit was getting under control they just made it very very difficult for Liverpool to break do them that down this season? Will, will teams try and do that, do, do that with against Liverpool, Liverpool defense, that wasn't Liverpool's starting team no no yeah, well, wouldn't have been far off it wouldn't have been far off it I mean we'll get on to that later but are we just to, just to wrap sort of this little bit up are we looking now at Brendan Rodgers' team are we looking at Brendan Rodgers' squad is this it now? Are we? Has he? You know, this isn't Kenny's team anymore. Has he made enough changes now? Are we looking. This is Brendan Rodgers' team. He's well, put he, this yeah, together. He's, he's starting to get his he's, footprint on, isn't he? And he's obviously brought in a few players. Brought in a few players. Um, you know, in the window last year in Coutinho and Sturridge, um, four players this year. So straight away, you know, the, the six Alan. players. Sorry, yeah, another one that's playing. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah I was just thinking so the ones who are actually yeah, playing. Yeah. So the, the six players from, from Christmas last year come in. So he's certainly getting his. Getting his footprint on the squad, his play yeah, wants his players. No, of course not. And he, no. I think he's come out and said himself, you know, he, he wants you know add to the squad and bring in a few more players. And um, you know, we, we spoke before about the players who've, who've gone. Um, and all right, they're not going to be, um, you know, they're not going to be unbelievable players that you know that that have gone. Sorry, but the fact is that we need more players coming in just to just to better the squad and, and make the team, you know. You know, each player fight for positions mm. I think a centre half was, was essential when yeah. Yankee touched on it early doors I, 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 I just don't know who they're going to play and what they're going to do Robbie I just think that, that they should have gone all out and there are centre halves out there that they could you know there are oh, around so like new signings well, the centre half if we talk about where we're at yeah, yeah. we talk about the positives isn't it? is Rain and Carragher gone Gerard being a year older and Suarez caused the problems he's caused is that a minus um, yeah, I think so. I think if we, if we look at you know, rain is is rain gone a minus? No, um, no Suarez, um, the way he, he's been and he, he is, he has been like a little bit could, of a baby. Could it ever be the same again for Suarez? Yeah, I, I honestly believe it will be. Um, look, I think we've all seen the reports. You know, lately he, he's he's now happy to stay and he's um, maybe he wants to sign a new contract now, um, but. Look, I think what the way he performed last year, you know, could he get to that level again? I mean, it will be difficult if we're being honest, uh, but you know, he's certainly good enough to try and you know get to that level again. Um, it'll Do you take think after six games? I mean, what we're, what we're led to believe? What is six games or the first six? Games? <laughs> <laughs> what we're led to believe at the moment is that it, that he's probably going to do a U-turn. Yeah, yeah, uh, he's going to stay. He'll probably even sign a new contract, probably with a new clause in, uh, a clause that. Clearly states. Yeah. Well, yeah. So I think that's what this is all about, isn't it? You get another clause, so in twelve months' time, you might be able to to escape. But 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 will it? Can it ever be the same again? Do well, I think it's going to be the same again? Do you know what? Yeah, but I think I think once you once you do you've done what you've done to the Liverpool fans, which none of us have done. But if you do turn and you and you say the things like and you want to go and you want to go to say. I'm not so sure he's got to impress them fans because they'll give him a hard time if he doesn't and if he doesn't start well I think it'd be it'll be, it'd be majorly were, hard were you, were you there when Rushy went to Juventus yeah 
um, where he said it was like being in a foreign country. Yeah, yeah. What was that like? Um, what was that like when he moved? Because obviously, I, I don't know the, the full story of that. Did he? Did they make a bid? Liverpool accepted. He just went, and that was it. Yeah, I think it was. It was. It was kind of a twofold thing, wasn't it? Uh, Liverpool were made an unbelievable offer in excess of three million, and it was an opportunity at that time because the money in those days was in Italy, wasn't it? Well, well, did so, did you, could you believe yeah. he wanted to go? <laughs> no, we couldn't believe he wanted to go, but you can understand right, okay. financially. I mean, he probably earned for spending one year in Juventus as much as he did almost in the rest of his career, you know. Right. So, and I think Liverpool have always been a very fair club, you know. I mean, I and, and I think they even recognise that this is an opportunity for him to go. And, and we will just trust ourselves that with the money we had available anyway to spend on transfer plus the Russia transfer money that we could go and at least keep the team I mean I agree with what you're saying Jan in terms of in terms of Rushi we probably didn't want to go but in financial no, uh, Rushi Rushi's yeah, come yeah. out and said himself that you know what he went over mm-hmm. for financial reasons but but what I will say about Liverpool and, and the players who come in you, you spoke about Rushi going I mean who came in after Rushi quick Jason quick uh, Aldridge. Uh, sorry. Aldo. 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 Aldo, 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 Aldo. So Aldo he, he scored a lot of goals. Uh, so when, anytime any players left, there's always been someone else who's come in. Well, Liverpool have always had well. that, haven't they? You know what? Yeah. Um, I mean, hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Rushy, um, I'll look him in. Rushy, back. I mean, I, I come in, done all right. Um... You know, Torres come in, um, well, score goals. Michael, so everyone, yeah. Stan, no. Well, Stan done all right with me, so we all, <laughs> I'll let him. By the way, you still got the best partnership yeah. record, haven't anyway, yeah, yeah, you? That's because I was throwing crosses in yeah. every five seconds. That's yeah. what that was. You were getting rested them games, weren't you? <laughs> <laughs> so like, and then obviously Suarez Lesky. comes in and yeah, scores goals. I mean, Leslie come in and score goals. Regardless yeah. of what people think, you know he he done a job. And Elka, not as many goals as that was probably the that was the patch though. I mean, we were talking about this the other day. That was the patch where probably Liverpool didn't replace with a top striker. There was that little Gerard Houllier spell. I mean, you go right back to Wisted Keegan Toshak, and then you go like Beardsley. You got Daglish and Rush. You got Beardsley Aldridge, mm. and then like Fowler and Stan or Fowler and Owen, whichever two you wanted to go. And then there was that little spell, wasn't it, where it was like. You know, don't disrespect to Emileski and and Elka. They were all sort of chipping in and Barros. There was no that wasn't that glamour striker, was there? And then all of a sudden, Fernando Torres turned up. We had that glamour striker again. We gone back to Fowler, Keegan, Rush. We going back to them years again, didn't we, Aldridge? But and then again, we found one in Suarez, and 
But it's if always, he goes, are we gonna? Are we? Is there a possibility you might not find that striker again? But there's always there's, there's clubs isn't who have a trademark type of player, mm. and Liverpool was always a goal scorer. One, mm. yeah. you go right back to yeah, Roger yeah. Hunt and whatever. The one thing that Liverpool always had was that guy who get you 25, 30 goals mm. every season, isn't it? You know. Yeah, but now you know what. With what you're saying, it's not that the like the, the formations change for, yeah, yeah, for to that type of play. Football's changed, hasn't it? Because obviously, you know, the, the majority of teams now go with a one off front, yeah, yeah. regardless of whether they're playing all. There's no goal way. hangers yeah. anymore, is it? Or, or no one to yeah. to run off as, as the big target man. And probably like. the biggest goal hanger we ever had was Aldo, wasn't it? You know, he was a goal hanger, wasn't he? But he was yeah. unbelievable. Goal hanger. I was reading again there. I missed that one. It is. It's too much going. I see. See what's happened. The dynamics have changed of the podcast. Right, he's coming in. Well, there's four of us now, and I can't cope. There's just too much going on. So we're still on Suarez. Obviously, it's. it's we've, we've got to sort of talk about it still, isn't it? We've, the first podcast we're talking about Suarez, and here we are. The season's ready to kick off. We're still talking about him. The fans going to take him back to the hearts. If this is true, what we're reading today, because it's a soap opera and it's changing every day. There's something new coming out. Now it's this, he might be signing a new deal, he's going to stay. The fans, are they going to be happy with that? Are they going to take him back? I think so. Yeah. Um, you know, I think well, we hope so. Yeah, we, we said before. The fact is this the PR like, engine starting now to change, like he's you know, sorry yeah, and his tail between his legs? It probably, it probably is. Um, I think obviously the, the club come out and said, oh, well, you know, he's not going to go. Flex the muscles. Yeah. Doesn't it, yeah. Um, yeah. And, and I think quite rightly so. You know, he had that clause in the contract, um, which. Which Whatever meant, that clause yeah, was. Which <laughs> meant that you know, he, well, I'll tell you what. if a club come in, he could talk to them. It didn't say that he could go. It could be a little hand grenade thrown in here. Last day of the window well, from I, a Madrid. I, I always thought that, to be honest, uh, in terms of uh, Suarez. I always thought, uh, I think someone might come in the last days. But now he's come out and said this. I mean, there's not a chance that he can go back on what he's saying, if it's true. Well, I'll tell you what, if you're the manager, after everything that's happened, and you get to the last day of the window and the clock's ticking down because I honestly believe they're letting this clock tick down Madrid and all of a sudden they throw a little 45, 50 million pound bid in Euro it would be Sterling wouldn't it not Raheem Sterling it would be English Sterling um, if they throw it in would would you take it 50 million I think the stance of John Henry and Brendan Rodgers has been brilliant yeah. for, for the first I, time make it, for what they've said and how they've gone about it is absolutely right and don't let a player dictate do I think that, that, that I always thought that he'd be going Suarez I couldn't see that there was any way back for him yet. and maybe you're right uh, Jace maybe there is a little um, something going to come out or he said I'll come back and sort this all out because John Henry said uh, stated that there's not enough time for Brendan to find a replacement or is he coming back until the you know, for, the, for the January window then he's going to go I don't know there's, there's a lot of questions to be answered do I I'd have hoped that he would have stayed but at the same time I can understand him wanting to play uh, Champions League football to go and do that. Every player wants to go and do oh, that, Robbie. Right. But, 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 he left Ajax, right? He left Ajax in the Champions League. They yeah, were in the Champions League. He left them. Yeah, you answer. You yeah, but you play Champions League with Ajax, you don't have a chance, a serious chance mm. of winning it, do you? Yeah, no. yeah so okay. so you answer it yourself, though. You know the what you've just asked there in terms of Suarez. Um, is it obviously sign his contract? Is it to appease the fans? Is it to, to get a new clause or whatever? Do you think the club will let him go? This is your opinion. After, no. after what you know, John Henry said, after what Brendan Rodgers said, and after what he's apparently come out and said, I think you've got to look at the words that they use, don't they? I think if they'd have come out and said he's not for sale at no price to an English club, I think maybe I might have thought they're trying to entice a foreign club to come in. But they've actually said, haven't they, that they're not? He's not for sale under any circumstances to anybody. 
And I think now, I think now that the owner, with the owners saying that, I don't think they could do it to Brendan Rodgers to all of a sudden backtrack because he's been very, he's been the one in front of the camera. He's the one have to answer all the questions. The bullets have been flying at him. He's the one that's been taking all the stick, I think. And I felt sorry for him in, in the last. I think month Brendan's come out of it very I thought, well. I thought he's done, I, yeah. But the way he's handled it, I think he's done brilliant. Yeah, yeah. But I have felt sorry for him because mm. it's just. I was at the press conference. I mean, Robbie's been with them as well. I was at the press conference that he'd done in Ireland, and it must have took five seconds for someone to stick their hand up and go Suarez, and, and it, he held it, he held himself very well. But you could see the, the clock ticking in the back of his mind, thinking, "I'm bored of this now. I just want to talk about the game." I want to talk about things I want to yeah, talk yeah. about. So I think I think he's handled it very, very well. Yes. I think it'd be wrong then if the owners then all of a sudden there's a bid coming and they said, "Right, we'll take it." It just leaves him then. Bit, it looks a bit messy, doesn't it? Who, who's a little in bit control messy these days? Well, obviously, the, the owners had the final say. No, no, I'm, no, I'm saying as in general in the football world now. Yeah, it used to be the owners, the club, and the, and the supporters. They liked you. Then the whole thing, you stayed together. That was one big thing. Yeah. These days, is it not the agents and the players? Because oh. I'm telling you, it is. Because if he throws a wobbly and says, put, say any player puts two fingers up and they go, I'm not power. playing anymore, I really want to go, either you do this, and if, 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 I'll, I'll come back, if let me go in January, so be it, I'll, I'll do that. They're the ones in control, the agents and the fans, because if they don't play, and if they, they, their performances dip, they're losing the commodity. You the word in their agents, right? Suarez, yeah. you look at the way it's been handled, Suarez, Suarez side of things. He's come out and said this, then he's backtracked. Then he's come yeah. out and said something else. Then he's backtracked. Then he's come out and oh, I want this. And then he's changed his mind. So I, is it bad advice from the agents? Is he that naive to be, to you know, not think for himself? Is it the agents? No naive. I think every player knows what they're doing. Yeah, don't they? Well, is it bad advice from the agents? Because at times well, he has looked silly. Well, yeah, it's not bad advice because agents what they do. Yeah, if they yeah, move, they are, if they move, advice, they get paid, don't they? So it's not bad advice from the agent's point of view. Yeah, bad advice to Suarez, the way oh, he's yeah. handled it. That's what I'm saying. Oh yeah, totally, totally. So he'll 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 sign a new contract, get more money. In twelve months' time, we haven't got back into the Champions League. Is that what they're saying? They're going to say they're going to give him a new contract or more money? Because if they do, then that's poor. But you don't do that for someone just who throws his teddy out there. But right? I think at, it's all to do with the clause, isn't it? Yeah. So. We're very unclear on this clause. Then. Yeah, yeah. So I think it's all about getting the clause into the contract so everybody knows where they stand. But we could face this in some months' time, couldn't we? Mm. And it, did you hear what John Barnes said last week about the fans having created this monster footballer? No. You know, where the fans put the players on such a pedestal and then the players believe in the hype. You know, that was on the podcast, wasn't it, last yeah. week? Isn't yeah, this kind of, isn't this kind of what's happening here? I mean, Suarez signs a new contract with Liverpool comes back and everybody's singing and dancing and whatever and everything is alright again but in 12 months time what happens then? Same again Well I mean, They need that well, that's all about being a football no, fan isn't it? They need these people to yeah, look up to get, Are you then allowed to get as disappointed? You know, no, but I mean, here's one for you yeah. I mean I hope it is like this next season because it means that Suarez has had another great season Well it mm. doesn't necessarily does it? Well, yeah, if, Suarez would still, if Suarez scores 15 goals this year and Liverpool finish ninth, he still want to go in 12 months time. Yeah, but there wouldn't be because he would never ever go. Whoa, I didn't do my job here. He would look around and go, the club, the club hasn't helped me. I want better players. But there wouldn't be as much hullabaloo if you like, would there? Because I mean, obviously, the season he had last year, he scored X amount of goals, uh, and he has looked different class to be honest. And if he next season, if he does all right, 
Well, maybe it's not the same clubs who want to the, the likes of Real Madrid. Well, to be fair, the reason he's staying in Liverpool is due to lack of interest, isn't it? Yeah. We'll in June, that. I thought he'd go, but due to lack of interest, he's still here, isn't he? Is you know, football just no, but, football but because is it, it was, just business now. Because Arsenal was the only club interested, and he now done what he's done to Liverpool. What? How will clubs view him in twelve months' time? They're going to go no. By the way, we're, we're, we're not going to get involved here with Suarez because he is just capable of anything. Well, there's a question for mm. you, and then in terms yeah. of you know where you're going about about Arsenal. Have Arsenal come out and said, "Oh, we'll, we'll bid this amount of money, knowing that we're not going to get him just to appease yeah. their fans"? Well, I think I think Arsenal wanted him if it was possible, mm. but let's let's not beat about the bush. This bid from Arsenal or the two bids from Arsenal have suited both parties, haven't they? Yeah, it's kind of set the tone for Liverpool turning down forty million. So if anyone else is interested, they know they've got to start the bidding at forty-five or fifty, and it suited Arsenal because the fans have gone. Did wow. you think Arsene Wenger really thought he could get him? Yeah, I think he did. I think Ar- Arsene Wenger was believed that forty million and one oh. pound would trigger the clause one hundred percent. I, I don't know. I, I think Arsenal has just played devil's advocate there. Yeah, I don't think he's. I, I believe that. Yeah, I, I believe, also believe that it suited Arsenal to show their fans who've got the most expensive season tickets in the Premier League. Mm, no, that was it. Yeah, look, oh, this is what we're doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. And he's changed his ways, hasn't he, Arsene Wenger? He's yeah. had to go and buy players that like he's never done before. Yeah, he's, yeah. He's, gone, he's never really spent money. He's got kids in or, yeah. or people for five or six million. Well, he's now he's saying forty. Just say fans here, look. Well, the rumours now coming coming out of London, and obviously Arsenal is. He's gonna go for um, Dzeko as a possibility for him now, and he's, he's focusing on a Michu. Wonder how much them two could cost him. Forty million. But they've got the money, though, haven't they? Yeah. <laughs> well, obviously, yeah, because he's put Arsenal, it out there. There's no doubt that Arsenal got the money. Yeah, but you know, he's not keen on spending. I mean, the only two people I know with money who won't spend is Wenger and you, righty. Probably because I ain't got it. <laughs> <laughs> well, obviously, like the Suarez thing, I think we're all sort of talked out about the Suarez it's just that it's ongoing isn't it we it's have to just, talk about it's it it's a little boring well, isn't it it is now yeah but and that's just us imagine it's like for, like I said before Brendan mm. Rodgers put like, your shirt on shut up and play <laughs> get on with it imagine it's a World Cup year as well he needs to be careful yeah it's a World he's a, Cup he's a, he's a great player for us yeah, yeah, so we want him to get his head right we want the club to have done right year, and he needs to play for us but he needs to play well this year personally because it's a World Cup year um, the two strikers for Uruguay Forlan and Cavani are in form doesn't mean that, that, that makes me laugh that though you know when you say oh, he needs to play well because of the world he's not going to up his game because of the World Cup no. he just no. wants to play well every game anyway yeah, so yeah, regardless of being a World Cup year he just go out there and play your normal what I'm saying is he needs to iron it all out because he can't throw his toys out the pram and think well, I'm going to go on strike I'm not going to do this I'm not going to do that he needs to play that's my point you, you can, you can, so, can criticise Lewis Wise for a lot of things can't you but from the moment he arrived from Ajax till the last day of last season He's gave 100% he's, he's in every single game he's played. We can't deny that. Yeah. Whatever happened then, and he hasn't covered himself in glory, but while he's played and while he wanted to be at Liverpool, he's given 100%. Yeah. Well, that leads us on to Suarez's absence. If he stays six games, um, that obviously gives an opportunity to someone to play in that central role. Obviously, you'd be looking at Daniel Sturridge. I thought he'd come on the other day and thought, he looked sharp. He looked player. I think he, is a, he is a naturally sharp player, though, isn't he? Well, they, they played two game, or they you played know. a game behind closed doors, and he scored two in that. Is uh, is he fit enough to go straight into the team on on Saturday against Stoke? Pro- probably not. Um, would you play him? No. Yes. Yeah. yeah. We, we, before well. we go, we were about Aspas and. I'll let him run out of steam. Bring him on. Bring Aspas on. Yeah. To be fair, though, Robbie, we talk <coughs> about being fit or being not fit. I don't think footballers these days are never physically unfit. Are they? Yeah. Yeah. No, so I, it's it's 
it's match fitness isn't it yeah, yeah. no but they are though right no, yeah, no, they? No. you can wait a footballer in, in the 28th of June and, and ask him to run a bleed test and, and they'll get to 16, mm. 17 won't they you know you know, whereas if you'd have woken you on the 28th of June back in the day, Let you wouldn't. Say no. <laughs> oh, not a bad runner, fella. No, I know that. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't believing it be your art. But yet, is. We've got a flat line. But I totally agree. I'd, I'd play stories. Yeah, no, I do. Yeah, I think. Um, yeah. Has he got any other options? There you go. Has he got any other options apart from Aspas, who's not really set the world alight up there, has he? But has he got any other options? Are we um, saying we're light then, up front? Yeah. yeah, I think we are. Yeah, I think we're, yeah, we want to. We want to play four three three. Yeah, now what would be our front three on Saturday against Stoke? He's gone back to this four three three, hasn't he? I really enjoyed them four four two. What would be what would be our front three? Well, the other thing about four three three is I think uh, Coutinho. Coutinho's got to play central, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah he's got to play central. How do you get him into four three three? Well, he plays ahead of of Gerrard and, and and Lucas. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, 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 yeah. You have like a bit of a. Yeah, you have him behind, don't you? Behind the, the, the front man, yeah, if you like. Yeah. Uh, and then you've got, you know, Sterling will probably start on the left, would he be? Before Jordan Ivey. Go, let's start from the beginning. Who's in goal? Uh, Mignolet <laughs> 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 uh, in goal. No, Simon is in goal. Simon. Yeah, I think Belgium. we're obviously with, um, you know, the, the three up front. You, well, whether Coutinho will, will play on the left or the right. Uh, he's he played backwards now. No, I'm not going backwards. I'm Go just telling forwards. you. You know, you mentioned before about the the front three. Um, yeah. Obviously, Coutinho. You know, we want to see him behind on behind yeah. the front man. You know, obviously with his passing up. But we've seen in a number of pre-season games, he's either been on the left or the right. Mm. Um, less effective. He's less effective. Well, I think but he's Gareth still Bale proved that, didn't he? I think he proved yeah. that against Celtic on Saturday. Well, I think Gareth Celtic. Bale proved that, and we thought as a left winger he was absolutely wonderful. Then he moved him central, mm. and he stepped up again, didn't he? Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. and I think Coutinho's. I think that's. As a manager, your job is to get the best out of your players, isn't it? And I think to get the best out of Coutinho, you have to play him central. But yeah, no, I, I know you worry about. His, I know you worry yeah, about his defensive qualities and whatever. You, you know, know what, what I mean? Jan as well, and, and look, good players can play anywhere. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it doesn't and he matter. can play anywhere. Yeah. So he, he can. So he. But what could the difference be of playing wide or central? Five assists and five goals. I mean, that's massive over the season, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, it all adds up, doesn't it? I just think that the fact is that the squad Liverpool have got and they are quite bare up front. You know, you've got Aspas Sturridge, who really, um, Berini, you know, who's obviously still a little. Um, I think away it's certain Berini that, that he's going under the radar now, isn't he? Yeah. Nobody's talking about him. No. So from now on, he can only surprise, can he? Yeah. You know, there's no more people go go. Bloody hell, he's rubbish or whatever. We've seen movie scenes, and from now on, he, he can only surprise us. Mm-hmm. So we're saying Mignolet in goal Back five picks itself really doesn't it From pre-season cool, yeah. So it's Johnson on the right Enrique on the left And then it's going to be Torre and, and Aga And Aga That's what he's fit And then Yeah he just said the, the back five Yeah Well with the keeper Yeah, keeper, yeah. The keeper as well. yeah, yeah. Well he picks himself doesn't he And then you go on three in midfield. You pick Coutinho as one of the three. So obviously it leaves Gerard. Oh, will the manager Lucas? I'm asking about us now. Okay. Gerard Lucas, Coutinho in front. So that leaves Sturridge up front. Yeah. He's going to start. So that leaves you two wide players. Downing's obviously gone. Would you go with the two youngsters? Jordan Ivey's really impressed me. I I see mm. Sterling for me has come to a a point where he's. 
he's worrying about he's getting to the fu- the fullback and stopping where in the beginning when he first burst down the scene he was going past fullbacks he was using his pace there was this this air of like he, he wasn't bothered about losing the ball what people thought you know now he's, he seems to be I'm worried about if I'm going to lose the ball the crowd going to be on me I'm going to do that he's still he's still, he is he is he is but with Jordan Ivey is like where Sterling was right in the beginning with no holds bad he gets out there he runs at defenders you know I, I disagree with you yeah. I, I think pre-season I think Raheem Sterling has been brilliant I think okay. I think totally different players than last year okay. uh, I was not even being totally honest I was not really impressed with him last year I just thought um, you know, he's one of these players who sort of flatters to, to to deceive, if you like. And again, no disrespect to him. Um, I'd seen him a few times reserves, and he never really stood out. But I think this season, um, this pre-season, I think he's been brilliant. He's gone past players, but the, I think the one thing that lets him down is his, his final pass, or you know, you know, gets into that final third. Uh, you know, whether it be a shot or, or or a pass. I think that's what lets him down. But in terms of um, in terms of the team, I mean, I could see obviously Mignolet in goal, uh, Torre Aga, Johnson, Enrique. I think he'll go with uh, Lucas, Steven Gerrard, and um, Joe Allen. Mm. I think Joe Allen's been good pre-season as well. Uh, he looks a different player. He looks he's getting he, the box a lot more, yeah, isn't he? He, he looks like the playing, playing a little bit yeah. higher. Um, and obviously, I think Sturridge, um, Coutinho, and Sterling will be the. Uh, See that sounds stronger to me. The side you're saying putting Coutinho in midfield sounded pretty flimsy to me, and I'd, well, I'd be worried. Like I said before, yeah, yeah well, that people go squeeze. You're worried about us without the ball. Uh, yeah, well, well, what wins your games is when you've got the ball isn't it well, goals win your games like what I said before Yankee what if teams look at the, at the Celtic game and they say man mark him and squeeze the line do, do Sterling and Coutinho and people like that want to as Robbie said before want to live on your shoulder and run behind I'm not too sure they do I'm not too sure we've got people that really want to run that way at all times and if they squeeze we ain't going to have the, the room to go and get the ball. If we got it, no doubt, I think we can play and we can pass and move and do all that. Way, I'm worried game. about Stoke, innit? 100%. And I just think that they'll come and go, have a look. What is their game? Well, yeah. Well, well, phys- well they're always physical. It? That's still there. Oh, Mark Hughes has gone in there. He's going to mm. keep it very similar. He's that kind of player he himself. He's as direct physical. as Tony Peel is, will he? Well, has he bought? He hasn't bought that. What, he hasn't bought that many players no, to suggest to suggest he's he's got anything. He, can, he the way he can change, has he? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, go back there. to obviously the Liverpool team. And I think Brendan Rodgers come out here a week and said, "I mean, in Coutinho, you know, we all want to see him in the middle. We know with, with his, you know, his range of passing, you know, the way he, the way he can see things. I mean, I think that's in the ideal world. But I think he'll play on either the left or the right. I think he will as well. But also, I think with. The, he, Brendan will give him license to roam, so we won't just see him on the one side. You know, he'll come inside, and then we'll get the ball, and you know, perhaps we'll yeah, see great. him on the other side. His movement is good, yeah, very good. I really enjoy watching him. I think he's got a lot of talent, that kid. So just to so just to finish off the team, are you changing it? So you'd have Gerard Lucas. I'm not changing it. Okay. <laughs> well, I thought I'm we changing going. it from obviously what you said. So we're going Gerard Lucas. You'd have Joe Allen. Yeah. Okay, and then you'd have Coutinho left, Sturridge, Sterling. Yeah. I'm going to look at I think Jan, yeah. Jan and Wrighty's might that's what I'd have uh, I know for a fact yours didn't because you've just told us it I'd like a, well I'd like a team down the middle yeah, yeah but think. I do think the team that Robbie's just, is probably the team he's going to pick I think there's a better balance to your team I think that's going to be hard wanting to get Coutinho in the middle but it is tough getting him in the middle in that formation yeah, yeah. and you're right maybe maybe Bob maybe that, that's the team to go maybe that's the team he'll pick um, it certainly suggests the players he's played in pre-season that's the way he's going to go um, it's a bit of an easier start isn't it than, than what we had last year certainly um, what do you expect from the first three games? Well, we didn't expect much from last season, did we? Looking at the fixtures. Well, well I mean, ridiculous statement, Jason, to be honest. You know, oh, you, you, why, Robert? 
Well, you can't go and say oh, we didn't expect. What, what do you expect? You know, we want us to get beat well, three games. You didn't expect. No, no, no. no. no I'm talking about the fixtures. No, what I'm talking about. The start last year was Man City, Man United, Arsenal. Yeah. I think in the first four games, I think we were looking at it with the new manager, nah, with the team no, being I, the way it no, was. I think I, we were all a bit little doom and gloom. This is the worst possible no, start. I, I was. I mean, I was all for it to be honest because I looked at the, the, the as if we win them all, but yeah. in a great position. Yeah, I, just win them. I just thought the fact is, how, you know, we played them. Um, you know the season before, and we had great results against the top teams, if you mm-hmm. like. Or, or, and I would think, well, great way to start. You know, if you get the points on the board, then it obviously propels you for the season. Your, your confidence is yeah, lifted yeah. that way. Um, I mean, well, I there never, was two ways of thinking of, of it. Was it was that way, and known as the this is a really difficult start. I think if you look at the, I think you wouldn't argue that it's an easier start for us this season. Then, yeah, of course it is, and I think you have to go up to. Um, probably December when you, you see Liverpool have got um, a run of two difficult games I think I think leading up to December um, again this probably sounds a little bit ridiculous but every game is, is probably winnable um, you know the, the players we spoke before about tiredness you know, sets in with players um, you know, unfortunately it does whether we like it or not um, but in December it's probably the, the run of two or three tough games where they've got so you know, potentially you, we have got um, you know a great challenge for, for for a good run. Okay, so players sort of we're talking about maybe coming in. You look at look at Zenit. There's a player that's being branded about um, William um, Anzi. Play against Zenit on Saturday, and you know I think it's fair to say that Anzi have uh, a bit of turmoil. Leon has come out. And, Said a few things about the club, hasn't he? I think he's put every yeah, he's player personal, on transfer. His personal fortune took a right hammer in, didn't it? Yeah. Last week, does this a player that exactly excites you? The Samba back. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, when did Samba ever become a must-have centre half? When did that happen, right? Well, I haven't got clue. But this William, he, he looks like a decent player, doesn't he? Would you take him all day? I mean, he's going to be expensive, but I do think the owners have got money stashed away for the marquee signing. Uh, and, okay. and and. And this, this. So you saying one's going to come in before the window? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And, what, what, and, and, what? and this, this fella now is in pole position. And I believe, I mean, I'm not aware of. See, when people like that becomes available, I think the likes of Paris Saint Germain and Monaco and whatever should be interested. But at the moment, I think Liverpool are going to make a bid. And I believe currently it's a straight shootout between Liverpool and Spurs. What, what do you think his best position is, Williams? He's a wide player. Yeah. But he's a wide player that understands the wide role of assisting and scoring goals. He's not a wide player that gets to the byline and puts in crosses, but he's like more of a Robert Pires type. He'll yeah. score plenty of goals from wide. Can you say a wide player in terms of like a four-four-two or a four? No, four-three-three will suit him better. But he can also play central. But he's a very talented, Clever. you know, quick, sharp, good feet. You know, uh, and he scores goals. Scores goals. I mean, it always worries me about Brazilians who are not in the Brazilian team because Joe. Uh, used to be a man mm-hmm. never he's in the Brazilian team and if you can't get ahead of him there's a problem in it. but <laughs> this, this, this kid William is, 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 a, is a proper player Jan's yeah. suggesting there's money there to spend on a marquee sign I think there is yeah would you like to see that marquee sign and be a centre half I, I think I think they need two I think they need a centre half and a centre forward or a wide player like the antenna's wide player that can come in and play up there as well but join in what we need is, is players that can contribute to score more goals to, to lift you I think that's going to be Sterling and Jordan Ivey's biggest problem lack Not of goals, goals. Yeah, yeah. lack of goals yeah. yeah yeah I tend to agree I mean but they're the, you know but they're only babies still they're, they're, that, that can come for the future so they're only, they're only kids bringing in someone like the lad you just talked about there I think is a, is a must but I, I still feel 
I still feel, for whatever reason, that uh, I mean, but, but what this centre half is, is is something that they need to shut the back door and make that right. And wherever that player is, I don't know. I don't know who they're looking at and where they're where they're going to find him. They but thought, I think they're scaring it, trying to find someone. Yeah, yeah. I, I, they thought they had Papadopoulos from from Schalke, didn't they? Mm. Uh, and Manchester City now showing interest in him. But but you're right. I don't know where they're going to go. You'll have a first hand of. Um, I know you're not Dutch, mate, but you know, obviously, um, playing in Ajax, I mean, obviously, you. Any good, good I think I, I, I've you? always liked the centre half, Alderweireld, uh, but he looks like he's on his way to Russia yeah. because Premier League clubs are, are taking a bit too long. The one thing we missed, I, I've said this before, was Matongan last year, 12 months ago. Yeah. Why, 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 why did we allow him to go I, to, I, to, to, to Spurs? That was that, a no-brainer. I'm just saying that, Jan, because of you know, probably one of our you know, best centre halves was Sammy, who we picked up from yeah. uh, Villem for, for two million. Yeah. Um, you know, and what to find that was, you know, if you could find anyone like that, you know, someone to step in. He went on trial at Rostad or something, wasn't it? He, he went at No, he Oldham. Oldham, that's why. Yeah. And um, it never worked out. That was a good spot by Oldham, wasn't it? Great. Spot. Ah, he's no good him. Their chief scout. Don't worry, he isn't the chief scout anymore. That kind of wraps it up. I think. Yeah. Um, what we've been saying on the podcast is obviously the Dublin and Belfast I think tickets are still available aren't they at fivetimes.co you can get them on there you're looking forward to that night yeah I think it'll be good one of the five yeah. of us will have some fun uh, there'll be a lot of people in attendance I think it'll be two good nights Thursday night in Belfast Friday night in Dublin come along uh, we'll have some fun and it's obviously the weekend leading up to, to, to the Manchester United game at, at Anfield uh, you know as, as everybody knows we're, we're, we're raising funds for, for charities uh, one of them being one of the Hillsborough charity so it's, it's, it's all good fun and Barnsley's going to do a bit of a musical well, act Bar- Barnsley does the, 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 rap, the rap doesn't he and, uh, so we, we, we look forward to that we shouldn't forget also we got the uh, if you go on our Twitter account uh, fivetimes.co we, we've also got the fantasy football so get in there it's £10 to join in there'll be plenty of the old Liverpool players who'll have their team in uh, test yourself against uh, the old players at the end of the season there's a thousand pounds for, for the winners so that'll be a bit of good fun uh, there's no rules you can even put in Manchester United players if you wish so, because we're trying to win it so uh, <laughs> the choice is yours but get on fivetimes.co pay your ten pound it'll all go towards charity and, and we'll have some fun with and the that over the, the website's around the corner we've got a website coming as well which is quite exciting I mean five times is going well uh, we got a we got a sportsman's evening at Anfield in early November followed by a trip uh, trip out to South Africa hopefully so a lot of excitement so I just say that right that John Barnes going to do a rap yeah. John Barnes going to do a rap he looks yeah. it doesn't he oh, absolutely. do this rap Barnes no do this rap ok then you got to hold and give it. <laughs> <laughs> I used to be a rapper that one. <laughs> did you know I used to be a rapper yeah you used to be many things Jason oh, I did used to be a rapper I worked at Cabri's <laughs> biscuits bum, bum. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. on that note <laughs> did Cabri's do biscuits Five Times is going on tour. Join John Barnes, Jan Mulby, Jason McAteer, John Aldridge and Diddy Harmon live at the Empire Belfast on the 29th of August and the Academy Dublin on the 30th of August. If you are a Liverpool fan, you will not want to miss this amazing night of cheers, cheers and loads of beers. For tickets and more information, visit www.fivetimes.co or follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Five Times Tour. Don't miss out.